Welcome to Immigration Nerds. Today, CEO of Erickson Immigration Group, Jerry Erickson, sits down with special guest, Airbnb's general counsel, Rob Chestnut. In this episode, we turn back the hands of time and dive into the beginnings of EIG, exploring the trials and triumphs along the way to help build the company into what it is today. Rob and Jerry have over 20 years of business experience and what you will see more importantly, friendship. We welcome you to hear the origins of Ericsson Immigration Group through the eyes of a longtime friend. I'm Ian Gaines. Come join us beyond borders. Hi, everybody. Thank you for coming today. I appreciate you stepping away from your desk for just a little bit. Uh, as you saw in the note, um, Rob Chestnut, uh, general counsel at Airbnb, is with us today. He was going to be in the neighborhood. I think you had something to do downtown, Rob. I did, yes. Yeah. And you're getting on a plane in just a, a little bit. Yes. So Rob, for those of you who don't know, has had a really pretty cool journey in Silicon Valley. And so I thought we'd get together and talk about that. We'd probably poke a little fun at each other uh, about <laughs> basketball and golf, although I, I probably won't do much of that. But, no, um, no, you no not much. Um, and, and we'll talk about um, EIG a little bit and how Rob met EIG and, and the fact that we worked together for uh, a long time now yeah. through a variety of places where, where you've worked. The old days. Everybody knows the story, don't they? Does there, everybody know the story? Uh, you know, I'm not the, sure. Well, let me just tell you. The origins? The humble tell you. So, origins? So last year when we moved here, we had 55 people. Yeah. And right now uh, we've got around 110, maybe 120. We've got a bunch of law clerks that will be coming in the next little bit, literally like occupying this room because we've run out of space. Yeah. You probably saw next door where, where uh, you know, we've got a build out going on. So yeah. I bet everybody hasn't heard the story. Right. So maybe that's a good place to start is how did we like meet and how did that initial relationship How did this begin? start? Right. This whole thing started when you were not an immigration lawyer. This whole thing started when the two of us, uh, the two of us played golf together and, and Jerry was practicing uh, personal injury law, as I recall. Right. And I was a federal prosecutor in Virginia. And we both were thinking, ah, you know what, we, we want to do something different with our lives. Um We'd love to do something together, we thought. Um, we did think about that, actually. We did. And we then, actually, did I, we, tell them, did I tell them what our original idea was? What, yes, we, were, what yes. we were originally going to do together? Yes. This is how close you all came to not ever doing any of this. We were to, do a to, golf, me, to me being in bankruptcy, we were, probably. Yeah, both, of, both of us being in bankruptcy. We were both going to do a golf driving range together. We were going to do a driving range together. That's how bad this We was. went and looked at properties. We did. Yeah. Yeah, we came this close to bankruptcy in that yeah. sense, right? But we did. Fortunately for each of us, um, uh, something came up for uh, for me. It was the internet. I was when I was a federal prosecutor in Virginia, and this is way back. This is in the nineties. And Rob was like the prosecutor in, in federal court behind the uh, presidential appointee. Uh, you know, UVA, Harvard, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of the spy cases. Let's hear the let's hear the right. origins of EIG. Right. This I, is, this I, I want the, I, I do want them to get a sense of who's you know who's yeah. in the room today. So, so we uh, uh, I, I kept getting phone calls about this tiny little company in Northern Virginia when I was a prosecutor, and the name of the company was AOL, but nobody had heard of AOL back then. But I had to figure out what they were since I was the prosecutor that had to deal with them. So I actually got the disc. You guys don't know what the disc is, right? You know what the dial tone is. Your parents may have told you stories about this. But so I had to get online, and one of the one of the uh, companies I found when I was like figuring out what the internet was was eBay, 
And I'm as I'm going through this, I'm thinking, man, this internet thing looks pretty cool. I bet it, it, this might actually like turn into something. So I started looking around to try to find an internet company to get a job, and uh, I started using eBay and wrote eBay a note one day to jobs at ebay.com. Uh, they didn't have any job openings, but I sent them a note and said, I'm a federal prosecutor. I think you guys might have problems with fraud and illegal items. Uh, I'd love a job there. I honestly did not know. I knew it was San Jose, California, but I didn't know where San Jose was, to be totally honest. I knew where San Francisco was. I knew where L.A. was. I, I figured it's California. Uh, I applied, got a phone call the next day, and next thing I'm doing, I'm leaving Jerry and the golf course behind and uh, off to eBay to, to be their third lawyer. They had 170 employees back in those days. Um, Jerry, on the other hand, uh, came to me on the golf course one day and said, I went to this interesting seminar. Uh, some guy was talking about uh, business immigration and visas and what a great business it was for him. He said, I think that looks pretty good. I think I should look into this. So Jerry goes off and takes a training session and, on it. And he's, all right, now I'm a business immigration lawyer. <laughs> and it was Jerry. And that was it, right? Uh, such, such as it were. Such as it were. Yeah, yeah, Erickson Immigration started with one, and it was Jerry. And I think you literally, how much how much training did you have before you opened the Erickson Immigration? Do business? I have to admit this you know, to you them? You do, yeah. You, you got tell how, much, how many hours of training did you have on business immigration before you held yourself out to the public? Right. Is knowing what you were doing. I don't want to commit an ethical okay. issue here. It, was, it, it wasn't, wasn't a lot. It wasn't much. It wasn't much. Um, but I, get, I go out to eBay, and so I'm starting to figure out, you know, I, there are only three lawyers, and the other two were corporate. One was a third-year associate who really was like, you know, the whole thing was new to him. And one was the general counsel who had done nothing but mergers, acquisitions, and corporate work. So they said, all right, Rob, you've been in court, literally. You've been in a courtroom, so you've got everything else. You've got global litigation. You've got immigration. You've got contracts. You've got IP. you got to do the rest of the stuff. How much experience did you have with those days? <laughs> <laughs> About as much as you had in immigration. So, uh, so one of the one of the things, like a couple of months in, I start hearing complaints about immigration. Okay, employees are unhappy because the large law firm that we're using out in Silicon Valley isn't very responsive. Nobody knows what the status is of the immigration work. Um, a couple of problems had come up. Um, and so I didn't know anything about immigration law, but I'm figuring, I know what we've got unhappy people uh, on the team. So I look into it and find this large law firm, they don't really care about immigration. You know, they, they've got a team that's there just to serve, so they can be a full service law firm, and they're charging an arm and a leg. I looked at what they were charging, I'm like, holy cow. I said, I know somebody who, who, who would probably be, he could, he could meet this standard. He could certainly meet this low bar at least and probably cost us a lot less. So I picked up the phone and called Jerry and said, Jerry, do you, want to, do you want to take over immigration work for eBay? I figured I trusted him. I figured he cared about this stuff. He's a smart guy. I figured he'd figure it out. And he's like, um, well, uh, yeah, okay, I'll do it. It, um, was, it was the fork in the road. Yeah, I it mean, really was. It, it really was that moment in your life where you're, not, you're like, I'm not sure I can do that. Right. Just a little bit. Yeah. It, you know, we, you know, I'd started the business. We'd gotten a lot of kind of like little one-offs and smaller companies. But now this is a brand. Yeah. And then this was a company that you could see was just something's happening. We it's were going to go someplace. We were hiring. We were, we were Crazy. It was work. Yeah, you let me know in that those first couple calls that it was going to get really busy. Yeah. And I said, look, if you can't do it, I understand. Like, I, but I said, look, I think this stuff's all. I said, nobody's ever seen this law firm, even though they're like 20 miles away. So it's not like you need to be here in person. This is all mail anyway. 
in terms of you just send stuff in the mail. I said, but you know what? I actually know, I knew Jerry. And I, the reason he got, you know, I called him is because I trust him. I knew that he cared. Um, and I figured he'd figure the rest out. So uh, that's what we did. And so you're still eBay, PayPal's lawyer, almost 20, it's been almost 20 years now. Crazy. Um, crazy. And he did it. And everybody, by the way, loved him. I mean, immediately there was a difference. In other words, people would, I was actually getting emails saying, hey, I met with our immigration lawyer and he came out. They're really nice. They're really great. So it's like, all right, now I'm a hero because now I've fixed everybody's immigration problems. <laughs> and, uh, and I just told Jerry, I said, Jerry, just don't screw anything Don't mess it up. I'm on the street too. <laughs> we may have used other words, oh, but don't mess yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. Were, yeah it was some, some words to that effect. Uh, and that's how this all started. And then Jerry did a great job there. And once you, you know, in life, if you do a great job someplace, the world is not that big a place. People know. If you do a bad job someplace, the world is not a, you know, is a pretty small place, and the world knows. Um, that's like a great life lesson for me, man. It's, it's do, if you do well, uh, good things will happen to you because others will find out about it. And if you mess up, do a bad job, good luck to you because it will follow you. It will follow you for a lot longer than you think. Um, and Jerry did great. Another company, you know, I'm sure it started with conferences. People talk. Who's your immigration lawyer? I hate ours. Oh, you're happy? Give me a name. And now, I don't know, how many, I don't know how many, you, you like own Silicon Valley now. We're doing okay. I mean, I'm not, yeah. I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but, but uh, Jerry has taken, taken over this business from a small little place in Northern Virginia. And he's done it because he's personal service. I mean, and he genuinely cares about getting stuff done right. Uh, in an industry that has not not really done well in this regard. And so he stood out. And by the way, I know it's not him. I, I know that he is doing this say, anymore. Right. But I, one of the reasons I have such respect for him is he's obviously hired really good people, and he's done a really good job of instilling those basic values in, uh, into everybody here. Because, I mean, what you guys have done is extraordinary. I mean, I got to tell you, I mean, I don't know how long all of you all have been here. Some of you may have just jumped in and, ooh, this is great. But some of you have probably been with Jerry for years. But you guys all share in that success. The idea that a small firm that no one has heard of in Northern Virginia can be the leading immigration business law firm for Silicon Valley um, is extraordinary. It really is. So, you know, my hat's off to you guys. I really admire, I, I don't tell him that I said this, but I really admire what he's done here. He's really built something special, and I, I uh, have a lot of respect for what you've built here. Yeah, I mean, I share with the team a lot uh, that, you know, in the early days, it was about me quite a bit, you know, because we were really small. But as you get larger, like, I'm not touching cases now. You know, I have to rely on every single person in this room to do a great job on every case that comes in the door because, as everybody gets, there's very little margin for error with what we do. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Tune in tomorrow to listen to part two of this conversation where Jerry and Rob discuss Airbnb's unwavering commitment to their code of ethics and global inclusion. For more content and immigration updates, please visit our website at eiglaw.com. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at EIG underscore law and our Instagram underscore EIG law to join in the conversation. Thanks for listening. See you next time.